How's your week going? Well, if you're like me, you're probably busy right now because it's May. And uh, for most of us, we're working with clients. We're doing all kinds of things in anticipation of time off in the summertime. So what are those things that you do every single workday and sometimes on weekends? Perhaps you're creating course content, you're coaching clients, you're running a team of people in your business, perhaps some VAs, some associates, marketing your services. Perhaps you're out there on the road delivering keynotes. Uh, All kinds of things come to mind, right? So which are the highest value tasks? I want to focus this week on a a very simple method to help you to sort out the the low-value tasks from the high-value tasks. And if you can do that, you can actually be really effective in your business. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett-Hayes. Hey, welcome to the Training Business Podcast. This is the weekly show for self-employed consultants, trainers, coaches, people out there just like you and me. And it's called the Training Business Podcast because whilst it has things to do with you know, learning and development and so on, the emphasis is on the business side of things, of you making money from your programs, your knowledge, your expertise, your experience. And perhaps that takes the form of paid workshops and courses, books, keynotes, things that you sell, your time in the form of services or products, perhaps. And maybe you already are on this journey, in which case, This is the show for you because every single week we have people on the show, whether it's a solo episode with me or, as is often the case, guests to help you wherever you are on this journey. So please click on follow or subscribe to be notified of great episodes to help your business. It costs absolutely nothing and takes only a couple of seconds. Now, before the music, I mentioned that we have something really, really important this week. And if you're like me, you're doing all kinds of things, perhaps juggling all kinds of activities. And sometimes this comes as a surprise if you've just come from the corporate world or being an employed person, and now you have to do everything yourself. You know, your sales, your marketing, your uh, delivering content, designing things, your pricing things, you're involved in proposal writing, all these kinds of things. And this list never really seems to end. It just keeps growing. So the thing to ask yourself is, how do you get the highest value tasks done? Well, that's what this week's episode is about. The trouble is we're all short of time or short of time, on time, because, you know, we're busy and we've got things to do besides work. You've got a life to live. You've got people you love to spend time with. The thing is, we're all short of time, and that's possibly why we see bookshops stuffed with titles about the importance of productivity. Think of James Clear's book called Atomic Habits, one of the best-selling business books on Amazon of all time. Then there's the importance of finding focus. That's also something which is incredibly important. How do you decide and set aside time to focus on really, really important things? And there's a great book on that subject called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And then there's a book on the importance of time itself. And this is a book called 4,000 Weeks, Time 
and how to use it by Oliver Berkman, which came out during COVID. And I read that. It's quite a philosophical book, but it really makes you think about the value of time and the limit of time. In fact, the limit of time, and from that, perhaps the value of that limited time. Because according to Oliver Berkman, who is a journalist with the Guardian newspaper, all, all any of us have is approximately 4,000 weeks if we're fortunate, just 4,000 weeks. And I saw a diagram recently where every single week in the average lifetime was a dot on a piece of paper. It is absolutely surprising when you realize that that's all the time we have. So if you're limited by the number of weeks that you have in your life and the number of time or hours that uh, you can dedicate to running your business, you really have to focus on the limited supply of hours and focus on the things that really get you to the place you're going. Now, you might have heard of this thing called the Pareto Principle. It was developed years ago by management consultant Joseph Durin, based on the work of the Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto. And from that come this everyday principle called the Pareto Principle, and basically says that 80% of our results, our outcomes, our really the things we look for and try to achieve... 80% of those come from just roughly 20% of our activities. Now, that's amazing. Now, is it always 80% versus 20%? Probably not. It's a rough figure. But it's sometimes startling how true this is. The tricky part, therefore, is figuring out from a business owner perspective, which are the things for you, those 20% of activities that will result in your outcome. So today, I want to walk you through a straightforward process to help you identify your most valuable tasks so you can get the highest value tasks done leading to your outcome. And you can then focus on what really matters to you and make the most of your precious time and energy. Think of those 4,000 weeks that all of us have if we're lucky. Step one is to get everything out of your mind onto some kind of paper or mind map. We'll come to that first. Then we'll look at understanding what your main goal is. Now, this could be personal and business or business slash personal. Sometimes there is a blur. Sometimes they overlap. If you're like me, then what you see yourself as or identify yourself as is perhaps quite, quite close to your role as a consultant or a trainer or a coach. And then we'll look at time, how to actually prioritize how much time you spend on each of those things or activities every single day or week. Step four is to calculate what's called the TMV or time value score. And lastly, step five today is to prioritize and schedule accordingly. So let's start with getting everything out of your mind. So what I find quite useful is to take something physical, like a pen or paper, or if you like a large sheet of paper, I'm, I use something from an equivalent of Staples. It's like a, a department store near me. I take a huge brown or a piece of brown roll paper and I use coloring pens to mind map every single thing I'm doing. You could use Miro or Mural, which are online collaborative whiteboards. You could use sticky notes or 3M post-it notes. And However you do this, you list everything you can think of. I think post-it notes are quite useful at this stage. And put something down, everything that things, all the things that you do every single day, okay? For example, 
writing down admin, writing down emails, writing down LinkedIn posts, writing down videos, writing down book outlines, everything that you do contributing to your business. Okay? So think about everything from creating training materials to marketing your services, handling your incoming leading queries from your website, perhaps, maybe networking events. I'm going to one on Tuesday in London. Uh, All the kinds of things that take up your time. Everything, no matter what that thing is, it goes down on this list, okay? And if you do this with the attention or intention of achieving a principle or main goal, then it belongs on this list of things, okay? Don't hold back. It might help to do this in stages, maybe for one hour, take a break, come back, have a cup of coffee, do it again, walk away, go for a walk, run, swim, come back, do it again, okay? I like breaking things up. So the the idea is to create a mind dump or just get everything out of your head onto some place where you can see it, maybe walk away from it, come back to it online or offline. Great. Number two, now decide what your main goal is. It's time to figure out what you're looking to do to achieve. This year, this quarter, um, for me, it's actually two or three times a year. For example, for me, one of my previous main goals was to write an award-winning book. Now, I'm recording on Saturday, 13th of May. My book was shortlisted from 300 other business books worldwide for the UK Business Book Awards. I really wasn't even going to enter this award. I didn't think I had a chance of winning. And um, I decided to enter. So who knows? Hopefully it will win. If it doesn't win, I've learned a lot from writing this book and from going through the process. And it really has helped my business to be an author. So that's a big win for me. I may not win that award, but I've learned a lot from that process. Now, perhaps growing your team is a goal for you. Growing my team of sales coaches is a goal for me. That's my main goal. And I'll try not to have more than one main goal per quarter, for example, or a huge goal, sometimes called a big, hairy, scary goal, once a year. So what's that for you? What's the big win, the big goal, the BHAG, big, hairy, scary goal, or hairy, audacious goal that you want to achieve this year or this quarter? Are you looking to grow your client base? Are you looking to increase signups for your online courses? Are you looking to boost visits to your website? Are you looking to convert people from visitors to your website into leads? Maybe tracking um, your landing page visits? Do you want to become a top voice on LinkedIn, for example, like some of my recent guests, including Diana Y.K. Chan? You might want to listen to Diana's episode, a previous episode of this podcast. And she is now a top voice on LinkedIn, which is actually not too easy to achieve. Maybe you want to deliver a keynote to a thousand people this year. That's possibly achievable, whatever that thing is for you, or perhaps sell some of your premium consulting packages. You get the idea, okay? Whatever that thing is for you, ideally one big thing per year or one smaller thing per quarter, just write that down and make a decision. Decision, by the way, comes from the Latin words de cadir, Day from Kadir cut. So a true decision is to cut from something else and focus on that one thing. So in step two, I want you to choose the most important goal for you in this year or this quarter. And we'll call that your primary goal, your main goal, your outcome, whatever that is that makes sense to you. Okay. Once you've got that down, 
Okay, put it where you can see it and maybe take a break. Just let your mind think about that thing. And believe me, allowing your mind time to catch up and your subconscious to go to work is incredibly helpful. When you're ready, come back. And having looked over all of those activities that you do every single week, okay, keeping in mind this main goal, now I'd like you to think of scoring those activities on a very simple score of one to 10, okay? So again, let's say it's you want to write a business book this year, then think of the things that make up the activities that would contribute to that goal. And even if they're not things which contribute to that goal, you'll have written them down and you'll have scored them, okay? This is really clever, by the way. It's not my idea. Just think of this as a scoring system. Which of these things, based upon its contribution or contribution to your main goal, um, is a one, a two, a three, a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or a 10, okay? 10 being the highest, one being the lowest. Okay, great. When you've done that, take a break, give yourself a reward, um, watch something on Netflix, go for a walk again, give your brain time to catch up. Again, space is really important. The brain needs time to relax, empty, and in the back of your mind, your subconscious mind is doing all the work, even if you don't think it's happening. Step three, time check. Now, let's be honest about how much time you spend on each activity every week. And this will show you if you're actually spending time on things which are nines or tens or eights, or spending time on things which are threes or twos or ones. And you might begin to spot tasks or activities or trends which show you that actually you're spending lots of time, precious time, irreplaceable time, on things which don't, don't contribute to your main business goal. Um, you might also realize that some things are things you're spending time on, in which case give yourself a pat on the back. Well done. This is something you've realized will actually help you achieve your top goal, your main goal, your big, hairy, scary goal, and that's the thing that will actually make a key difference. Now, there's nothing wrong with spending time on things which are not important in the business sense, maybe going for a run. I mean, to me, there are three things which every day need to be prioritized. One is sleep, two is eating quality foods, and three is exercise. That might sound like Captain Obvious speaking here, but I've noticed in my age when any one of those is out of focus, there's an impact on the other two. Okay, so think of the things which are really, really important to you as a human being and think of your business goals. You might want to separate those, but those things to me, unless I'm sleeping well, eating well, exercising adequately, that will have a knock-on effect on everything else and specifically the attainment of my main business goal. Now, spending time with your family is also incredibly important. Your hobbies that give value to your life and happiness to your life, those are important too. As long as for the purposes of this exercise, you are crystal clear on tasks which are not or are contributing to your main business goal. Now, if you're wondering how do you track your time, well, it's relatively simple. As long as you're honest with yourself, you can use a tool like clockify.me, C-L-O-C-K-I-F-Y.me, clockify.me, or toggle, which is something that many freelancers use, T-O-G-G-L, toggle.com. I also used Be Focused, which is an app on my Mac. 
it uh, starts up when I launch my Mac or turn on the Mac in the morning. And then it starts a clock and I can set intervals at 25 minutes for, you know, focused work and then five to 10 minutes for a break and then another period of focused work and so on. And then a long break. And that's sometimes called a tomato timer or tomato timer, depending on where you're listening to me today from. A stopwatch then is a very simple, more of a a straightforward way to track your time. The trouble is often you'll forget to click it. That's what's happened to me. However you measure your time, be honest and accurate with yourself because no one is judging you. This is up to you to do, okay? Be honest. How much time does each task or activity take? How much time do you want to spend on that activity? Okay, so now you've got a sense of the time that you're spending on everything. And again, you're going to use this for the next step. Next step, step four, is to calculate now what's called the TMV. The TMV is your time value score. So now that you've got a value score, let's say um, writing something for a a blog or a podcast like this, that's an ATU, Um, maybe um, filling in your timesheet or something for a client that's going to be a three or something else. It's up to you, okay? You have to figure out the time value score based upon the following ratio. It's really as simple as dividing the value score, which you've just done, by the time spent on each task. Let's make this simple for you. Let's say, for example, your main goal is to write your first business book. Fantastic. So we now have to work out your time value score. Let's say that we've spent time this week on three key activities. One, designing a landing page. Two, reading others' books and perhaps as research. And three, creating your own book draft outline. So the first one, designing a landing page, you decide that the value score for this activity in terms of its contribution to writing your first book is two out of 10. This task takes six hours. Therefore, we take two, divide by six, and we get a time to value score of only 0.3. Hmm. The next activity you decided to spend time on was reading other authors' books, perhaps as a way of researching what's out there. And you decided that the value score was 6 out of 10, so higher this time. And the activity uh, took 4 hours, or will take 4 hours if you've not done this yet. We take 6, divide that by 4, and the value to time score is 1.5, 6 divided by 4. Hmm, a bit better actually this time. And the last thing is creating a book draft outline for your first business book. This has a very high score of 9 out of 10, and this task takes 3 hours to complete. So we take 9, divide by 3, and we get a value to time score of 3. Or if you like time to value score, it's up to you, TMV or VMT. I like TMV, time to value score. So... What we see here is that when we design a landing page, it's 0.3, given the time it takes and the value of doing it. When we read others' books, perhaps as research, it's a 1.5. It's an an improvement. And when we create our own book draft outline, we get a time value score of 3, which is 9 divided by 3. So it's kind of obvious here, mathematically speaking at least, that creating your own book outline even if it's not the perfect use of your time right now, 
is important because if you want to allocate time to having that book published on time next year, let's say for a book fair, or for it to be in the press for awards, for example, then this is a high value task. In fact, it's got the highest TMV or time value score right now. So, and so on, you get the idea. We're going to go along and decide each time the highest time value score for every single activity, okay? So at this stage, you could find that you've got multiple activities during your week or your month or your quarter. You have to now do step five, which is to prioritize and schedule. Again, we only get things done when we schedule them. Otherwise, they're just intentions. So now make a list in such a way that everything with the highest TMV or time value score is at the top, let's say the tens, the nines, the eights, and so on, and then further down the seven sixes, and then down below the fours, threes, and twos, and hopefully you've got no ones. Otherwise, what are you doing? Now, remember Pareto's law, or the principle which was was um, created using Vilfredo Pareto's work called the Pareto Principle. We're now going to think of those 20% of activities, okay, your top fifth, if you will, and those activities are going to be the ones that we focus on because they're the ones with the highest TMV. So let's say you have 16 activities this month. The top 20% are the ones to do. Okay, so run that ratio. Which are the ones right now which you're focusing time on? And the other tasks, well, we'll come to those in a moment. So let's say that you've got 20% of your activities clear in your mind. Those are the ones with the highest TMV, those are the ones which will contribute to you publishing your very first business book. Those are the ones to do, okay, D-O, do. The other ones below that are the ones that you delegate, D for delegate, meaning you hire someone, or delay, D for delay, which means you put them off until next week, and next month, or Q3, some quieter time. And the last D is delete. Don't do them at all. Now, again, you've got four Ds here. So, Everything which is the top 20% of your activities for this month or quarter, they're the ones you do, D-O. The other ones are ones you delegate, delay, or delete. Delete means least value. So your ones and your twos, delete those. Delays might be your threes and your fours. And delegate are ones which need to be done, but are not the ones which need your attention right now. Maybe sixes and sevens. And everything else then up top, your tens, nine, eights, if my maths are correct, that's the thing you focus on. They're the ones with the highest time value score or TMV, time value score, okay? So when you do this, you're going to have some real clarity here. This is the thing that will help you understand where you're spending time, okay? If you've got um, a way of doing this differently, that's fine, but you need to prioritize which activity is the best use of your time. The disadvantage of this task is that it presumes that you know all the activities which are necessary to complete any given goal. You may not. Sometimes if a goal is completely new to you, like writing your first business book, I've made loads of mistakes in writing mine, and now I'm very clear on the roadmap to writing my second, which I'll begin later on this year for 2024. So I know now which things need to be done, and therefore I can decide which is the value of each activity and give it the highest time to value score. You may not know those things yet. It might be necessary to find out what those 
activities are and then score them. Now, again, at the risk of being philosophical here, you have 4,000 weeks on this earth if you're lucky. So the way you spend your time is really important. You have even less weeks if you're starting and running a business because, again, you'll not be running a business perhaps on your own in your teens, maybe you will, and perhaps hopefully not in your 80s. So in the middle, in that sandwich, you've got far less than 4,000 weeks. So the way you spend your time in your business, and not everything can be reduced to business, I know, but the way you spend your time in your business has to be on the highest time value tasks, the ones with the highest time value score, call us TVS or something, come up with an acronym that you're comfortable with, but you're looking for the things that the highest have the highest score according to your system. And those are the ones that you spend time on because you prioritize them. And final point, you schedule them. So if it's going to take, let's say, 1,500 hours to write a book, it could, it could, uh, unless you're using ChatGPT, hopefully you're not, it will take a lot of time. And all of those stages will be divided into, let's say, mini goals. So research a book, maybe draft a book, um, do a second draft of the book, a third draft, and then finally publish the book in some form. So those are stages. Each of those is a mini goal. And again, each of those will have its own constituent tasks, which you simply score. As long as you're in one stage at a time, not to jump across stages, and you're focused on the highest time value score in each of those stages, you'll be on the right track. You will publish your book. You will. I did it. You can too. So be aware of what your limitations are, of course. You can't spend every single day doing these things. So schedule time in your working week when you somehow carve out time to spend things on or time on those things with the highest time value score. Again, time is the constant, value is the variable. Time with your kids and partner also has a high, incredibly high time to value score, probably the highest. And also time with yourself, time on your own, perhaps planning, meditating, um, doing things which make you the best version of yourself. Those are also things with an incredibly high time to value score. I can't tell you what those things are for you. I don't have your goals, perhaps. I share some values, but your goals and your values are unique to you. Time is the constant, value is the variable. You have to decide the value first. That will be infinitely wide. But the time, that's something which constrains us all, which is why we come back to focus, clarity, and absolute determination. If you really want to do something like writing a book, starting a series of keynotes, that will take time. You have to decide the value to you and your business of that task, then work out the time to value score and focus on scheduling those things in the time allowed to you, whether it's your business time, weekends, holidays, etc. Okay, I recommend doing this at least once a year. The reason I'm saying it now in May is because June, for many people in our business, tends to be the time of year when we've got time to do these kinds of things. Maybe not. Maybe for you right now, you have a busy June coming up or a busy July. Great. I will as well. This year, at least. And August, I'm definitely taking time out to do a rethink on some things and plan for my business year, which like everyone else's typically kicks off around September and goes right through until this time, June time, uh, next year in 2024. Now your priorities will change. Something will change in your life. Hopefully they're good things for you. You will need to revisit this exercise and each time reassess the value. And I find I'm thinking of another book I've read recently. Um, The older you get, typically the way your values will change. 
and that will influence what you think is the right thing to be doing for your business. Again, it needs to be something that's right for you, for your life, for your consultancy, and for your brand. That's it for this week. A little bit of philosophy, but also some maths this week. I find that really helpful. It reminds me that not everything is equal and some things will never be done unless I'm spending time on the things that really, really move the needle. Until next Thursday, when there is, of course, a fresh episode of the podcast, look after yourself. See you next time. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.